on May 12, 2009, national polygamy advocate Mark Hankel was on the Al Rantel Show. John Phillips filling in. 790 KABC. Talk Radio 790 KABC. on Talk Radio 790 KABC, the Al Rantel Show, with John Phillips in for Al Rantel. A tough loss for the Dodgers tonight in Philadelphia. They go down the Phillies 5-3. They like to bounce back tomorrow in a game you can hear right here on Talk Radio 790 KABC. Coverage begins at 3.30. All right, so Maine, the state all the way up north there where they get all the lobster. A huge fan of lobster. I was just talking about that last night with Carmen Trutanich. I absolutely can. I could eat lobster breakfast, lunch, and dinner and be a happy camper. Although there is a law, I did see this, in peculiar laws on the books. There's a law on the book, it books in Maine that says that you cannot feed prisoners lobster more than three times a week. Because back in the day, I mean, the ocean was so full of lobsters that they would just take them out and they were these disgusting insects on the floor of the, the, the sea. So they'd take them and they'd feed them to the prisoners. That's what the prisoners were eating in Maine. So it's illegal to feed prisoners in Maine lobster more than three times a week. So I'll have to get on a plane and go out to Maine and throw a brick through a window or something. I don't know. But Maine on May 6th became the fifth state in the United States to legalize gay marriage. Gays and lesbians across the country and those who believe in gay marriage were happy and celebrated the day. Those who are opposed to gay marriage, including our own Miss California, Carrie Prejean, although it's a Prejean or Prejean, I go Prejean. Carrie Prejean uh, is opposed to that, and uh, there's a lot of people who agree with her. Uh, joining us right now is a gentleman who lives in Maine who is upset at the new law out there. Not because he has anything against gays and lesbians getting married, but because it didn't include polygamy. Mark Hinkle is a national polygamy advocate. Thanks so much for joining us. Well, thank you for having me. So, Mark, tell us a little bit about yourself before we get into the issue. How did you get uh, together with the polygamy activists? Well, I, uh, I founded the TruthBearer.org organization, which is a non-Mormon uh, Christian polygamy organization that uh, is a cross-denominational organization of various Christians that have really studied the Bible and recognized that the emperor wears no clothes. That it never created the anti. The Bible never created the anti-polygamy doctrine because there's just too many heroes in the Bible that had more than one wife. And consequently, because we do come from that paradigm, that gave us credibility to raise the arguments uh, for consenting adult polygamy that no one else could. Mormons, Muslims, liberals. Uh, lascivious people uh, were unable to uh, raise the argument without being dismissed. We can do so because of that, having that credibility of being being from the same uh, paradigm of Christianity. Okay, so just to make things clear, you are not a Mormon. Absolutely not. We have nothing to do with Mormonism, FLDS, criminals, or anything. We're about consenting adults, absolutely, and nothing to do with Mormonism. Okay, and how would you describe your own personal religion? I would, I, an evangelical Christian. Okay. You're an evangelical Christian who believes that the Bible does not strictly prohibit polygamy. Correct. You believe that the Bible encourages polygamy. It's, it's be it no wife, one wife, or more than one wife, it's only as, as God would call in freedom of choice. Okay. 
Joe, now, how long have you held these beliefs? Since studying the Bible. When you really seriously study the Bible, seriously in depth, you come across, uh, there's just too many examples of important heroes, and most notably of all, the very author of Genesis and the Adam and Eve story and, and uh, the Thou shalt not commit adultery, Moses himself was married to two wives. And so it becomes clear that these great heroes could not be going to hell uh, from the, the idea that supposedly having more than one wife is adultery or fornication. Therefore, it is an absolute impossibility for uh, polygamy to have been prohibited by the Bible. And how many people in the United States do you believe share these beliefs with you? Well, it's growing because it's, it's an issue of the emperor wears no clothes. It has been, people have been very much, because of the internet, it's made it possible to overcome the fear that individuals, when they really do study the Bible uh, in their own churches, would tend to be uh, marginalized and, and cast out. Whereas now, because we are a national movement coming from different denominations, we've got strength, and the internet made it possible for us to meet each other, because when you seriously study the Bible, we're not talking about playing games with it, but what it actually says, reading it and studying it in depth, you come to the realization that there's no way uh, the Bible ever prohibited polygamy, ever. When you would go out on dates with women, how would you bring this subject up? <laughs> I, I just have to tell you, I know I'm buying you a lobster here because we're in Maine. <clears throat> we're sitting here, we're having a fine bottle of wine, and we're getting along, but I got a little something to tell you. <laughs> well, it's not so much as it is like that. No, seriously, it, it's a... Uh, Polygamy is not something that is about what the man wants, but rather, if you think of it in terms of laissez-faire marital economics, that it encourages a man and motivates a man to actually grow up and care about women. Because if you really think, think intellectually beyond the stereotype, a, two smart women are not going to put up with a guy being a macho jerk. If anything, he's really got to be caring about them or they're going to leave. Yeah. Well, I think this would might lead men to become more hydrated because <laughs> that could. Never mind. <laughs> How many wives do you have? Because of laws, uh, and for example, in the state of Maine, uh, the laws are actually criminalized free speech for polygamists, and that is, is just even purporting a married man even purporting a girlfriend to be a wife that itself is a crime uh, in the state of Maine. Well, you know, Hugh Hefner has a bunch of girls underneath his roof. Absolutely. In fact, I have even I even just recently said that to uh, said that to John Stossel, uh, that Hugh Hefner can have a show with three living girlfriends, and that's all well and fine. But if he was to marry them, suddenly he's a criminal. Or if you're in Maine, if he just calls those girlfriends wives, he's committed a crime. How many wives would you like? If this were your perfect world and polygamy were legal, how many wives would you want? It's not about what I want. It's a matter of giving women a choice of, you know, all the good ones are taken should no longer apply. No, but I know, but I'm just talking to you, guy to guy here, John DeMarc. <laughs> you have as many wives as you wanted. If I could, if I had a, a magic wand here, if I saw the fairy godmother walking down the street and I just knocked her over and took the wand and say, all right, now I have the power, I'm He-Man. I can decide how many wives Mark has. How many wives would you want? It... it I don't view it that way. I don't view the marriage from the perspective of how many I want, but rather what would be in the interest of the dynamics of the entire family and what would be 
the woman that would want to be involved in this family uh, would see the benefit accrue to herself as well, that I would be a better man for her, you know, as, as uh, Dr. Joyce Brothers said back in 94, you know, she'd rather be the, the third wife of a good man than the only wife of a jerk. You know, I mean, we've got so many abandoned single women, and uh, America is a society where men are afraid of marriage. You know, we're talking about, I'm talking about men who want marriage and care about women and would actually be of value. So it's not, a, it's not women as a number or as a quantity, because women are human beings with feelings, and you really got to care about the women. But I just, I'm, I'm looking for a ballpark here, like... <laughs> 55 wives, or how many? I don't, I don't, I can't answer that, because I don't think like that. Oh, but you know people who are in, who are also polygamous. Sure. How many wives do they have? Typically, there will be two or three. It's within the dynamics of the relationships, because understand is that it's not like you're adding, you know, like, for example, you go from one wife to two wives, and suddenly you're adding, you know, you've got... For every, it's sort of like every action is a reaction, so you're actually having an exponential. It's, it's two squared or three cubed, you know, with each additional, uh, once you've got the dynamics with it of what goes on with one, then causes other issues you've got to deal with with the other. So it's, it's a really serious level of maturity and growth and personal relationship to be able to deal with it. When you've got a wife and you're looking to expand the circle, do you just... Had say, all right, honey, you're staying at home tonight because I'm going out on a date looking for a prospective redhead. No, 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 absolutely not like that at all. <laughs> well, I mean, you got to date someone to figure out if you want to marry him. Well, well, first of all, it would be a relationship. The uh, the women need to be able to get along. You know, they need to like each other and be be friends. And you know, it's not like you can just simply go out and say, you know, uh, honey, I went out and bought a car, and oh, by the way, here's another wife. You know, it just doesn't work that way in the relationship. Women are just far more intelligent and complex than 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 that. But how do you sell that to? I don't understand how. I mean, a lot of guys have a problem. They go out and buy a car, and they don't tell the wife, and they come home. <laughs> <laughs> they wonder what's wrong. No. Yeah. Yeah. Right, right. And say, hey, honey, I got a hybrid, or hey, honey, I got a, a Heather. Yeah. Well, you, the guy who comes home with the car and, and, and doesn't tell the wife uh, that he's doing that, just now think about doing that with two or three women not not liking that. So, I mean, it, it's that much more complex and complicated. You really got to be, it's an issue of maturity. It really is. You really got to understand women and, and uh, create the incentive and motivations of their security and, and their knowledge that women are not a number, but they are human beings that you care about. And how logistically does this work? Because if you don't have Aaron Spelling's house, I don't understand how you have three wives in one house. You get a huge, like, uh, put two California king-size beds together? <laughs> different families do different things. I mean, it's not monolithic. You know, uh, just the, the different dynamics that uh, monogamists have, the same thing, different dynamics will, will occur with polygamists. But you gotta, if you're married to a guy, you probably want to sleep in the same bed with him, right? That would no, I, I, I wouldn't. I mean, I'm not a guy. But I mean, I'm not looking for a guy. Um, I wouldn't want to sleep with a guy. Yeah, I'm not assuming you're a homosexual. Thank you. <laughs> talking about, if you're a chick. Yes. And you have a homosexual polygamy, that's next on the list, by the way. <laughs> okay. <laughs> gay marriage. So we He's a national polygamy advocate. 800-222-KABC if you'd like to weigh in. 1-800-222-KABC. Maine has legalized gay marriage. Gay activists across the country are celebrating. 
people who want to protect traditional marriage are upset. And Mark Hinkle is upset because he said polygamists were left out. 800-222-KABC if you'd like to weigh in. 1-800-222-KABC. John Phillips in for Al Rantel on Talk Radio 790-KABC. Talk Radio 790-KABC. 922 on Talk Radio 790-KABC, the Al Rantel Show. State of California is having a going-out-of-business sale. We'll have that for you after the news at 10. Right now, we're talking about the state of Maine. They have legalized gay marriage. Not everyone is happy, though, including not just Carrie Prezine and her crowd. Uh, the polygamists are upset because the law in Maine did not include legalizing polygamy. Joining us this hour is Mark Hinkle, who's a national polygamy advocate. Mark, what's your website, by the way? I'm sorry, what? What's your website? <laughs> Truthbearer.org. Truthbearer.org. Okay. 800-222-KABC if you would like to join in. Now, how, supposing that, that polygamy was legalized, how would polygamists pay for their large families? Because you have, I would assume, one breadwinner in a family. If you have one guy and you have three women or one guy and four wives and you have a bunch of kids, you can have 15, 20, even more uh, kids in one family. Uh, who pays for that? Well, that's actually another stereotype. We're talking about consenting adults and giving women choice, whereas one woman, for example, may want to be a stay-at-home mom with the children, and another woman may want to pursue a career. This gives her the freedom to do so, knowing her children are being raised by a woman who loves the children rather than a low-paid stranger at daycare. So, th so women certainly have the intelligence and capability of working if that's their choice as well, and so this provides an opportunity for those wives that would uh, want a career. To legalize polygamy and take care of the illegal immigration problem, too. How so? Back to Mexico. <laughs> um, but that, that's been going on, though, in Utah, though, right? I mean, they, the, they just had a... Uh, Warren Jeffs was on the top ten most wanted list because they were committing welfare fraud. Well, and we, we have stood against... Uh, Warren Jeff, the National Polygamy Rights Movement for Consenting Adults has repeatedly uh, opposed and spoke against Warren Jeffs, uh, spoke against the FLDS. It is not representative of the National Polygamy Rights Movement for Consenting Adults. Uh, the media may want to present uh, a criminal uh, and suggest that that represents polygamy, but that's like saying all teachers are represented by Mary Kay Letourneau. Yeah, but you can understand, though, how this might be a concern, how if you're going to have one guy and multiple women, how a lot of people say there's not a, a real clear, easy way to pay for that. Well, first of all, welfare fraud is welfare fraud, and I oppose welfare fraud. And, 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 and as a, a constitutionalist conservative, I'm not even really uh, in support of the idea too much of uh, dollars going in that direction. We're talking about self-sufficient you know, in fact, actually, as a solution to help abandon single moms. You've got abandoned single moms who are either on welfare or working like a hamster in a wheel just to pay for daycare, whereas you provide them with an opportunity of a proven good man, and one and, and a, a proven in terms of he's already proven as a good husband, his wife accepts it, and, and, and encourages, in fact, the, the bringing in of another wife. So now you've got an opportunity for this abandoned single mom 
to actually have a good family. So we're not, we're not talking about increasing welfare, but perhaps even providing solutions to reduce it. If you were to describe a profile to me of a person who may be open to polygamy, what type of person do you think that would be? Do you think it's a single mom? Do you think it's someone who's uh, extremely religious? Create a profile for me of someone who may join polygamy. It would be a woman who sees a mature married man with a wife who is already accepting the idea of polygamy because she is already confident in the love of her husband that he is not a philanderer, he is not looking at women as objects, but is actually able to give more to her than to a wife than a wife by her own may actually be able to receive. And so a woman such as an abandoned single mom, she may see a see a good man. We're talking about good men who want marriage, not the, the pathetic society we, example we now have of men who are afraid of marriage. We're talking about men who want marriage and want to help a woman be the best woman she wants to be. And when a woman sees that's the kind of man that's there, certainly that's attractive. As, as Dr. Joyce Brothers said, she'd rather be the third wife of a good man than the only wife of a jerk. And we're in a society of, of abandoned single moms and marriage-phobic players. This strikes me as something, as an institution that could be really good for the guy. But for the girls, it, it's got to be pretty lonely because there's only 24 hours in one day. And if you're a guy and you just did an eight-hour shift, put in eight hours of the plan, if you come home and you want to kick your shoes off and you want to have yourself a highball and you want to relax, there's only so many hours that you have where you're awake and you're coherent, where you can, you know, spend time with your wife, let alone wife, wife plural. Well, I think that that is a... That's a stereotype of not understanding the dynamics of, of, of a polygamous family when you're not a polygamist in the first place, and I understand that. It, it is no different than the ability of a parent to be able to spend time with multiple children. Certainly, you are able to do so, and when, when everybody is together as a family, you know, everybody's pulling together, and you know, you're not, you're not, it's not a selfish thing, but a selfless thing, and you're actually caring about others. And it, it's not about what's good for the man, but actually the women would make sure the man is, is not a fool, because the minute the guy starts being a fool, they're gone. They're out of there. So, I mean, the guy's really got to be a good, mature, growing man. It's sort of like uh, you understand in mathematics, you have to first know numbers, and then you learn how to add, and then you learn how to multiply, then you move up to algebra, then geometry, and trigonometry, and calculus, and so forth. It's the person who only understands how to add and multiply, saying that the person who knows how to do calculus isn't capable of doing math. Certainly, the level of maturity needed for polygamy is at the calculus level, as opposed to uh, just dealing with one wife at the addition and multiplication level. Does that make any sense? Yeah, how does the sex work? Is it you know, like group things every night, or is it one-on-one -on -one where you trade off, or how does that work? It is. It depends. It's not monolithic. It depends on what the individual families choose to do. Some may uh, choose uh, individual times, and that just may be preference. Uh, and others may choose to uh, be together as, as a family uh, or, or, or whatever arrangements they choose to do. It's whatever the consenting adults choose in their own dynamics of the relationship they've defined. I'll pull a name out of a hat. What do you mean? Never mind. <laughs> 800-222-KABC if you'd like to weigh in. 1-800-222-KABC. Mark Hinkle is my guest. He's a national polygamy advocate. The state of Maine has legalized gay marriage, but they did not legalize polygamy. 
He's upset over that and wants the state of Maine to amend the bill so they would legalize polygamy. Uh, he's taking your calls next segment, 800-222-KABC, 1-800-222-KABC. John Phillips for Al Rantel on Talk Radio 790-KABC. News, opinion, passion. This is 790-KABC. 936 on Talk Radio 790-KABC. John Phillips in for Al Rantel. My guest this hour is Mark Henkel, who is a national polygamy advocate. And Mark, what uh, what is your thoughts on gay marriage, just out of curiosity? Well, we uh, I I believe that it is the reason why history has not included same-sex marriage uh, in the definition of marriage is because of the biological impossibility uh, for coitus between homosexuals. With that said, our polygamy rights win-win solution is actually limited government that says that it doesn't matter whether I support same-sex marriage or not, but rather government has no authority in the first place to be uh, define, redefining marriage for one man, one woman, redefining marriage for same-sex marriage, or, or redefining marriage for any other reason, or giving special rights to those who choose one man, one woman, or special rights to those who choose same-sex marriage, that the only role for government uh, for the doctrine of marriage is as a, at the municipal level as a repository of the public records of the contractual arrangements that consenting adults make. And that that is how we should end the marriage debate in America once and for all, is with the polygamy rights win-win solution where everybody wins, conservatives get limited government, uh, homosexuals and liberals get freedom for all, and nobody gets uh, special rights and nobody gets tyranny. Okay, so let me ask you again. gay <laughs> marriage. I do not support it, but it doesn't matter. Because government shouldn't be defining it one way or the other. Wait a minute. You don't support gay marriage? Correct, I do not. You support polygamy to be legalized, but you don't support gay marriage? No, I do not support polygamy to be legalized. I support government decriminalizing and getting out of redefining marriage one way or the other. Government has no authority to be redefining marriage one way or the other. For what consenting adults contract with each other is none of government's business. Well, that's the case, and it's okay if gays and lesbians get married. They have a right to their imagination. They don't have the right to redefine marriage. So certainly, if they want to contract their own arrangements, homosexuals have a right to that choice and have a right to their own imagination. Whether or not I support it doesn't matter. They have the right to make those contracts, just as those who choose to contract one man, one woman have the right to that. But nobody has the right to redefine marriage, and that includes whether it is anti-polygamists who try to say that marriage does not include polygamy, when historically and biblically it always did include that. So the real slippery slope is not gay marriage to polygamy. The real slippery slope already happened, and that was anti-polygamy big government redefining marriage to only be one man, one woman, that was the first redefinition of marriage that then led to same-sex marriage as a legal construct. Things are getting rough for the gays now. I'm telling you, when the polygamists are sticking their nose up at them. Curtis and Marina Del Rey. Curtis, you're on KBC with John Phillips and Mark Hinkle. Hey, John Phillips, how you doing? I'm good, sir. Excellent. Hey, I got a question for Mark. Okay. Uh, could, you were talking about, about uh, a man with multiple wives, could a wife have multiple husbands? 
And has that ever happened uh, to a great degree historically? Very good question. Well, again, whatever consenting adults choose to do is what consenting adults choose to do. And if government is not in the business of redefining marriage one way or the other, it doesn't matter whether I believe that and, or, or support it or not. And the now, anthropologically, it doesn't happen that often, and it does, but it's not because it's a matter of law, but rather as a matter of the nature of men and women. Uh, women would certainly rather be uh, together w uh, with one man versus the other way around. You just think of a uh, libido match. You just think of uh, women uh, tend to bond together more with each other, whereas guys wouldn't. So the, the relationships and dynamics that would occur are much more natural with uh, polygamy, with one man with multiple wives, but uh, it's not likely to uh, be that common in reverse. But whether they, uh, consenting adults choose to do so or not, that's their free choice as consenting adults. Uh, there's not an issue of legalizing. It's saying government doesn't have the business to be defining legalization in the first place. Like Kim Cattrall, who I would, I would put her sex drive up to yours or mine any day. <laughs> well, and, and if you have men that are, are going to put up with that, then that's their choices. <laughs> All right, Al and Van Nuys. Al, you're on KBC with John Phillips and Mark Hinkle. Oh, yeah, you're on the air, sir. Yes, to the uh, gentleman from Maine, I have to disagree with him wholeheartedly, because he's talking about wives, and if you read the Bible, sir, when you're teaching about divorce, it was also said, whoever divorces his wife, wife, singular, must give her a bill of divorce, and then he says, Unless you do not, you cause her to commit adultery. Oh, like God, you causing all your wives to commit adultery, and are you causing yourself to commit adultery with all these wives? Absolutely not, because remember, the man who wrote, Thou shalt not commit adultery, had two wives. Also, that the, the 22 verses after, Thou shalt not commit adultery, in Exodus 21.10, says, If a man have two wives. Deuteronomy 21.15 regulates polygamy, saying, if a man has two wives. So the reality is, it is not an issue of adultery. It is an issue of causing a woman to adultery by putting her away. You're talking about divorce, which I am against. We're not talking about polygamy, which is pro-marriage, which I am for. You're against divorce? Well, I, I, I'm not against it. I'm saying I don't support it as a concept, but certainly, you know, that the, you know, an abusive woman, an abused woman needs to get out of that. I understand. I'm not talking that. I'm simply saying that I am not an advocate for divorce. The issue that the gentleman was raising in the Bible was coming against divorce. It was not forbidding polygamy. What about if you're, if you're a woman who's living in a polygamous relationship and you said, you know what, I've, I've fed up with this. I'm tired of sharing my husband with Mary-Kate and Ashley over there, and it's time for me to just move on and find some new dude. Well, then that's the choice that concerned adults make. Are you, can I answer that? Go ahead, sir. Uh, to that, uh, what, what would happen if... Now, you're, you're comparing yourself with the uh, homosexual marriages, correct? Absolutely not. They're allowed to get married, and you should be allowed to get married also. But if you read the Bible, there is nothing in the Bible that talks about wives and husbands living together. Only in the New Testament, it's a singular. So you can't argue that point. I can, though, sir. He's getting married. A man marrying another man, they're going against the Bible because in the book of Corinthians, it says a man must not lay with another man or a woman with another woman. So you're, you, you, you're committing sin with your religion? I have to disagree with you, sir. I am not supporting 
same-sex marriage or homosexual. Oh, oh, wait, wait a minute. Don't talk over each other unless you're both quoting Leviticus at the same time. <laughs> I am not saying that I'm supporting same-sex marriage. I'm saying that I don't. So, government shouldn't be defining marriage one way or the other. And so it doesn't matter whether I support or don't support same-sex marriage. I am also saying that you have numerous examples of polygamists in the Bible. Moses, who wrote the Adam and Eve story, had two wives. David had eight known named wives plus ten more. Uh, so Jesus Christ in Matthew 25, 1-13 told the parable of the five wise virgins where he's coming to marry five wise virgins in a proverbial metaphorical sense, not literal. The bottom line is Jesus wouldn't have told that parable. All right. Uh, it is 9.44 in the evening. By the way, we joked about homosexual polygamy, but what about that? If they're consenting adults, should homosexual polygamy be okay, too? Well, guys have a, a heavy sex drive. Because I believe that the, the anatomical impossibility of coitus makes marriage impossible for homosexuals, while they have the right to imagine what they want to, they have the right to, you have the right to believe whatever you want. The biological impossibility of coitus between homosexuals makes marriage impossible and therefore makes gay polygamy a biological impossibility because it's polygamy is marriage. With that said, whatever consenting adults choose to do is what consenting adults choose to do. Government doesn't have the business, doesn't have the right to be in the business of defining the contractual arrangements that consenting adults make. Thanks for clearing that up for me. Mark Hinkle is my guest. He's a national polygamy advocate. 800-222-KABC if you'd like to weigh in. One more segment of calls. 800-222-KABC. After the news at 10, the state of California is going broke. And now the fire department is trying to scare you into voting for their ballot initiative. You won't believe what the union president for the L.A. Fire Department said today. I'll play you that tape when we come, come back after the news at 10. It's John Phillips in for Al Rantel on Talk Radio 790 KABC. Talk Radio 790 KABC. It's 9.50 on Talk Radio 790 KABC. John Phillips in for Al Rantel. Mark Hinkle is my guest. National polygamy advocate. And I'd like to thank your wives for allowing you to stay up this late to do the interview. <laughs> Dave in San Pedro. Dave, you're on KBC with John Phillips and Mark Henkel. Hey, good night. Uh, how's everything going tonight? Good, sir. Hey, I just wanted to say um, I have one wife, and she's a handful, so God gives strength to the man that wants more than three or four. <laughs> so, um, but he's absolutely right. Whatever you think, government should definitely stay out of people's bedroom. Mm -hmm. Yep, but that's all. So, good night, everybody, and God bless. <laughs> God. Well, good night, and God bless you, too. Thank you. The, the showroom is now emptying out. <laughs> Maria in Foothill Ranch. Maria, you're on KBC with John Phillips and Mark Henkel. Hi, how are you guys? I, I just wanted to say that I, I know he's saying, you know, more so women are going to marry get married to one man, two women to one, but I think it's a morally and emotionally destructive relationship. And I know he keeps saying everybody's consenting, but when you have a single mom who maybe is considering this is a better position for her, it's almost out of desperation in some cases. And I, I just think it's not, I really think it's going to be okay with them. I think it's going to destroy them in the end. How about that? It's bad for women, Mark. That is under the pretense that men are defined by the marriage-phobic players that are out there. We're talking about men who really give of themselves and help women be 
the best that they want to be and actually becomes an encourager and a nurturer. And, a, and it, it, within that paradigm, we're talking about men who really grow up and care. So her perspective is perhaps coming from a, a society littered with abandoned single moms and marriage-phobic males and therefore may not be familiar with men that really do grow up and care that much. Here's, here's where I differ with you. Really sensitive men that care about women's needs and that are really in tune with what's going on with, with women and are really looking to, to having those sorts of relationships with them. We have a name for those people. They're called homosexuals. No, 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 nothing like that at all. They're just nymphos. Not at all. Not at all, because we're talking about men who are men. Yeah. We're not talking about homosexuals uh, who have different ideas of, of attraction. They're outies, not innies, just like everyone else. Okay, Regan, welcome to Kick Your Eye. Mark Engel. Oh, you made a good point, John, but why the state gets involved, government gets involved, is for primacy. You can have a household with a private dynamic going on, extended family that includes aunts, uncles, grandparents, for child care, things like that. However rare that is, it still happens. Or people that are just very, very close, very excellent, good neighbors. That still happens. The point is primacy. Two adults, that dynamic has been going on with the expectations that they can be the primary person, custodian, and guardian of the other person. Human beings really, as John had pointed out before, only have so many hours in a day, only so many days in a week. I've known people come from large families, and they've resented a lot sometimes their siblings, or time spent away from who they know is their mother, the person who they know is the primary caregiver, or the decision maker, and the person involved in their lives. This guy is talking typically of trying to turn the clock back on the, the social progress and more egalitarian relationships that men and women, however much they struggle with it, still, you know, aspire to. And I have to disagree. Gays and lesbians have not had as much time in history, had as much time socially to integrate and, and as much opportunity. Polygamy has already occurred in, in our American dynamic, in our specific American culture. I have to disagree. Are far more independent and progressive and understand what their place is. And when people and mostly are already spread too thin with, you know, just the economy and things are trying to catch up on work-wise, the work relationships, we have people exploding now because sometimes they're not, don't have as much control over what they do Okay, have. how about that, Mark? Well, I have to disagree that, first of all, uh, Christian polygamy has not been uh, something tried. The person is automatically defining polygamy by examples of Mormon polygamy or uh, Muslim polygamy, and certainly not from a modern consenting adult paradigm. So, one, that has not been something that the individual is claiming to, uh, to have happened. It has not been tried, quote-unquote. I would also say that it is not about uh, you know, put, turning back the clock, but actually uh, being very, uh, very caring about women. Women who, uh, would like 
and should have the option and the free choice. This is when you put two or three women together with a man, they will work together, they will not let the man be a fool or an idiot or a stereotypical macho jerk. You know, women, this gives women choices that they otherwise don't have. And when you talk about the economy, certainly multiple incomes help a family much better than one single abandoned mom. Truthbearer.org. Truthbearer.org. Thanks so much, Mark Hinkle. All right. Women have a choice, all right. Do you hit the husband with a frying pan or a broomstick? 956. The state of California is going broke. I'll have all the details when we come back. Phillips in for Rantel. Mark Hinkle is National Polygamy Advocate. Presented polygamy to the public since 1994. NationalPolygamyAdvocate.com.